impressed in the horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation is committed to helping our nation's heroes and their families in their darkest hours. When a first responder or veteran doesn't return home and leaves behind a young family, Tunnel to Towers supports them. The foundation pays off their mortgages and lifts their financial burdens through their Gold Star Family Home Program and Fallen First Responder Home Program. Through their Smart Home Program, catastrophically injured veterans and first responders regain their independence with a mortgage-free home, especially a Adapted to meet their unique physical needs. Tunnel to Towers also provides housing assistance and services to our nation's homeless veterans through their Homeless Veteran Program. They are helping more than 2,000 in 2023 because no veteran should be living on the streets of the country they signed up to protect. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices made by our nation's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts from a great game of horse racing in Las Vegas. The Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas Radio Network. Gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now, to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. All righty, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program for this Sunday, another wild card weekend Sunday game. Of course, uh, two games today, not three in the NFL. Uh, they canceled the Buffalo game, and Buffalo will play tomorrow because it's in deep snow and freezing weather up there. But they do, there are two games in the NFL, and of course, two more tomorrow, and great racing around the country, that's for sure. You got a 
A lot of uh, great racing going on here today across the country. One track has already canceled, and that is Oaklawn Park in Hot Springs, Arkansas. They got real bad weather there. They say it's going to be sub-freezing weather there, and uh, they just don't think it's safe to run horses. So uh, no racing today at Oaklawn. It has been canceled. However, don't forget, tomorrow on the Martin Luther King holiday, there will be racing at Santa Anita and at Golden Gate, in addition to the other Monday tracks. Those two tracks, Santa Anita and Golden Gate, will race tomorrow. So that's the latest. It's cold here. It's about 35 degrees outside right now. It's not sub-freezing, but it's uh, cold out here. But it's beautiful. Sun is shining. It's going to be a great morning and a great day. About 58 degrees we're going to top off here in Las Vegas. And the sports book behind me will be full watching the two NFL games, and the race book behind me will be full with all players uh, playing the races today, that's for sure. So we welcome you to this Sunday Race Day Las Vegas radio program, coming to you live and direct from the gaming capital here at the South Point Studios at the South Point Hotel on the fabulous strip in Las Vegas, and of course covering the world through many different platforms like our website, streaming there at racedaylasvegas.com, .vegas, .world, .global. And then of course your iPhone and your Android didn't leave you out. You get the KSHP, the radio station's KSHP app. You put it on your phone. You can hear us on your device, I should say. Uh, you can. Does anybody use it to talk to people anymore? Uh, anyhow, uh, the uh, your devices, uh, you can hear our show simulcasting there. And of course, anywhere you get your podcasting as well. And of course, now at YouTube, you punch in South Point Studio. You get to YouTube, you punch in South Point Studio, you get right to the uh, page where you can see and hear us live on these shows from this studio each and every uh, broadcast day. And we uh, hope that you do. You take a, t- take a, a moment and do it if uh, you haven't already. Just uh, have a little fun and try it out. I think you'll like it. That's for sure. And, of course, right here in Las Vegas, we're over the Sports Talk 1400 AM uh, radio station and, of course, 107.1 FM as well. So we got it all covered here for you in Las Vegas, that's for sure, and around the world for that matter. So welcome, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, however, wherever, whenever you get us to the race day show. All right, well, yesterday... I want to take a look at some of the results yesterday. Santa Anita, of course, had that Cal Cup day of racing. And uh, the first of the uh, five stakes races on Cal Cup day was the Cal Cup Derby at a mile and 16th for three-year-olds. This uh, was the fourth race on the card. And uh, Mickey's Express gets up to win under Umberto Rispoli, paying $13 for trainer Steve Knapp. Steve Knapp, that was the fourth race. Knapp had already won a race earlier in the card. So that was uh, Knapp's second win of the day in the Cal Cup with the Mickey's Express. Finishing second was Stolen Treasure, and last call, London, the early pacer in the race, finished third. Then you got to the fifth race that was the Cal Cup Oaks at a mile on the turf for three-year-old fillies, and that race, Grand Slam Smile. Battled uh, a few uh, competitors throughout the race and then pulled away in the end as though she had really something left in that race. Frank Alvarado aboard from Northern California aboard the Steve Speck trainee. Grand Slam Mike, a solid win in the Cal Cup Oaks yesterday, paying six twenty, Outrunning Asada, Aside and Fries, and uh, Sushi Sticks. So I, I guess uh, Grand Slam Smile outround the, the two uh, uh, dishes the fries, and the sushi. In any case, we move to the uh, next race, the Sunshine Millions Philly Mare Turf Sprint 
on the downhill on the uh, turf course at six and a half furlongs. There, the winner was Rose Maddox, a horse that uh, Jonathan Hardoon liked on the show. Rose Maddox won uh, under Flavian Pratt, paid four forty. They bet him down. I guess the Hardoon factor was in there. So anyhow, Rose Maddox wins for uh, Steve Miotti. Uh, finishing second was Chancery Way and Stay and Scam. Finished third in the Sunshine Millions Philly Mare Turf. Then we got to the Cal Cup Sprint. Oh, what a race this was. And the winner? Well, the winner was the Chosen Vron. Brickyard Ride had the lead at the top of the stretch, but couldn't hold off the Chosen Vron. What an absolute iron horse this one is. The Chosen Vron wins under his regular rider, Hector Barrios, paying $2.10 as the absolute prohibitive favorite in the race. Brickyard Ride uh, held on to be second, and Geezer finished third. It was the 14th career stakes win of the chosen Vron and his 15th win out of 20 lifetime starts. If you don't think this one is an iron horse, I don't know what is. But, boy, you got to love this animal. He just loves to run and win. He did it again yesterday in the Cal Cup Sprint. The chosen Vron wins there as the most likely favorite in the nation yesterday. And, of course, the final race of the day was the Unusual Heat Turf Classic at a mile and one-eighth on the turf. Kings River Knight was the winner there. Juan Hernandez aborted for John Sadler. That horse paid four twenty as the favorite, outrunning Carmelita's man and Aligato, who finished third. So it was a, pretty, uh, a day of uh, most likely winners, a day that a lot of uh, favorites were winning. But we had a couple of long shots in there. Highest-priced winner of the day out of the uh, nine races, was an $18.60 winner, Jam and Eddie in the sixth race there. Pick six paid $1,019.50, very formful, and uh, it, was, uh, it was a heck of a day of racing at, at Santa Anita, some great racing there at Santa Anita yesterday. The cards today and the card tomorrow, anemic, to be kind. All right, we go to Aqueduct now. Uh, yesterday, the Busada Stakes for three-year-old fiddlies at a mile and one-eighth featured 20 leaderboard points for the Kentucky Oaks. The winner there was Jin Jin, who got a perfect trip behind battling pace setters, came right off the pace, top of the stretch, wore down Princess Mayfield. Uh, I should say Princess Mayfair, uh, a quite a big long shot in that race. But uh, Jin Jin got the job done for Trevor McCarthy, paying $7.60. And the trainer was Brad Cox. Does he have horses all over the place? Brad Cox wins. On that winner, Jin Jin, outrunning Princess Mayfield, and uh, the big favorite, Shimmering Allure, was really never a factor throughout that race and finished third. Uh, your pick six yesterday at Aqueduct paid a handsome $52,923. And uh, on the day, uh, the racing was, uh, well, outside of uh, the uh, $40.40 winner in the fourth race, everything else was uh, pretty much predictable yesterday at Aqueduct. Tampa Bay had three stakes races yesterday. The wayward last was won by Opius 42. Danielle Santana aboard for uh, paid 840. The Gasparella stakes won by Mystic Lake. Edgar Zayas aboard. That was the favorite there, paying 360 for Safi Joseph Jr. And the Pasco stakes was won by Bookham Dano for Samuel Martin. That horse paid 220. So the favorites uh, were predominant in the three stakes races yesterday at uh, Tampa Bay. Uh, finishing second in that race was West Saratoga, and Rathmore finished third there. 
Oaklawn Park with the cancellation today. They did get the races in yesterday, and it was a pretty nice day out there yesterday at Oaklawn. But uh, like I said, they uh, sent a um, uh, an email, a notification out, uh, press release about halfway through the day yesterday. They they were predicting sub freezing weather, and they were canceling the races for today. That cancellation was made halfway through the day yesterday, which was I thought a very good idea because this way you get a chance to tell all the handicappers. Uh, you know, don't waste your time advanced handicapping, and certainly, uh, you know, don't come out to the track. The winner of the uh, feature race yesterday at uh, Oakland Park was in the Mockingbird Stakes was Miss Midshipman's Dance. Midshipman's Dance, Christian Torres' fourth win of the day. Robertino Diodoro was the trainer. Midshipman's Dance paid twelve twenty, outrunning Tanya Showers and Sharp Tune. Big day yesterday for Christian Torres there at Oakland. And at Gulfstream Park, got to tell you, a lot of favorites been winning lately at Gulfstream Park. Biggest priced winner of the day yesterday came in the eighth race in the form of a $23.60 winner written by Paco Lopez. Paco Lopez had a couple of wins yesterday. So did uh, John Velasquez as well. And the Ortiz brothers checked in with their usual. Jose Ortiz had three wins on the card yesterday at Gulfstream. All right, well, we got a big day of racing coming up today. And, of course, a couple of nice NFL playoff wildcard games today and of course rich angle give us a, a thought about that he was right on kansas city but he missed on uh, cleveland yesterday so we'll wait and see what richie has to offer on today's show we have jonathan hardoon of course with us rich ang and of course john lindo and jerry J as well with their selections so with any further ado i think we'll uh, take our first break on this sunday reminding you to go to uh youtube Type in South Point Studio, get to that page, and when you get to that page, hit subscribe. We'd love to see you subscribe to the show, that's for sure, and check us out on there. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Okay, back on Race Day Las Vegas for this Sunday here from your gaming capital and the South Point Studios. Race Day Las Vegas, of course. Uh, I love to sit here in the studio. Just look around and you see the entire casino. You see the sports book. Everybody amping up and getting ready for the NFL games. Guys are already in the uh, race book uh, doing their early handicapping. It's great. You got you to gotta come out and try it sometime. Come out and be a regular here. That's what you got to do. All right. In any case... Um, Here's a, the hunchback of the day happened yesterday at Turfway Park. 
Turfway Park, the winner of the their stakes race, the likely exchange, was a horse called Icicles. Enough said there. And uh, the, like we said, the freezing temperatures, of course, will cancel Oaklawn Park today. Uh, and uh, New York at Aqueduct, they're going to shorten up post times a little at Aqueduct. Now, after uh, the first race that goes at its usual start time, they're going to start trimming off a couple of minutes off of each uh published post time, for example, two minutes earlier for the second race, and it'll go right through until you get to the uh, ninth and final race where they're going to cut off uh, almost uh, 18 minutes. So keep that in mind when you're playing the races today at uh, at Aqueduct. Uh, and uh, the Eclipse Award-winning two-year-old, the juvenile winner, uh, Fierceness, uh, back on the track, uh, preparing for the February 3rd Holy Bull. That will be his three-year-old debut the February 3rd Holy Bull Stakes at Gulfstream Park. Now, uh, of course, fierceness is uh, like 9 to 5. I mean, 8 to 5, 6 to 5, 4 to 5. Make a make a short number on him to win the Eclipse Award for the best two-year-old of last year. But he was, the, of course, the champion uh, two-year-old with the victory in the Breeders' Cup uh, Juvenile, uh, owned by Rapoli Stables. And that's going to be a fun uh, odyssey going through this year with uh, fierceness after last year's uh, uh, run through the Triple Crown. But anyhow, Fierceness back on the track yesterday. Todd Pletcher said he worked super uh, yesterday morning. He said they still have a long way to go, but so far everything is going according to plan. Uh, he worked, uh, I believe, uh, five furlongs in 101.17 in company with uh, the Breeders' Cup uh, Futurity winner out at uh, Keeneland last year, Locked. So those two uh, were side-by-side in a workout and uh, it seems like everything is set and ready to go for fierceness for the Holy Bull. All right, time to get started with the menu of racetracks available today in the Racebook simulcast centers and racetracks around the country. want to remind you that the first post-time to broadcast on this racing menu each and every day reflect the start times of the Pacific Time Zone, because after all, we are Race Day Las Vegas, we are here in Las Vegas, and these will be the first post-times that roll out in our racebook right adjacent to us in the studio. All right? We are in the Pacific time zone, so the first post times are Pacific. If you're listening on the array of uh, platforms that we have that we welcomed at the top of the show and you are in another time zone, adjust to the Pacific time zone from whatever time zone you're in. You'll get it tweaked out so you won't miss anything. Don't want you to miss making a chance at making a bet. These are the first post times. Don't want you to miss anything like I miss mom and dad. Okay, here we go. Here's the menu for today. We begin with a huge carryover in the Pick 6 jackpot at Gulfstream Park, their rainbow Pick 6 jackpot, $302,764. First post time at Gulfstream today is 9-10. They have a feature race today. It's the $75,000 Sunshine Philly Mare Turf there at Sunshine at a mile on the turf for Phillies and Mares 4-year-olds and up. It's the fifth race on the card. Seven go to the post before scratches. Sweet Danny Girl is the primitive four to five morning line favorite there with Irad Ortiz Jr. And again, Gulfstream's first post time is at 910. Uh, and that big pick six rainbow jackpot carryover over $300,000 today at Gulfstream. Then we're going to go to Aqueduct, the big A in New York. Now they say uh, at Aqueduct, uh, the conditions, track is fast, sunny, 35 degrees right now. Don't forget, like we said, the uh, Post times are going to be shortened up after the first race post time. The first race post time is at 9.20. 9.20 first post at Aqueduct today. 
Uh, their feature race is the Franklin Square. The $100,000 Franklin Square for, at six and a half furlongs for three-year-old fillies will be the eighth race of the nine. Eight go to the post in that race. Uh, however, there are two scratches in the Franklin Square right now. Number two, Solo Shot. And number eight, Unicorn Cake. Two and eight are out of the Franklin Square. That'll leave six to go. Uh, that six and a half furlongs. That's the eighth race on the card. Morning line favorite in the race is My Main Squeeze. Five to two with Jose Lascano aboard. Nine races Aqueduct. First post time is at 9.20. Then we'll go to Laurel Park in Maryland. Laurel Park has a first post time for nine races at 9.25. 9.25 at Laurel. And uh, they have a pick six jackpot carryover $3,243. Laurel Park's first post time again at 9.25. Next comes Tampa Bay Downs. Tampa Bay Downs, uh, they've got a, a super high five carryover at Tampa Bay. That super high five carryover, $1,195. They also have a pick six jackpot carryover. That is $18,352. You got nine races today at Tampa Bay in a first post time of 9.30. As we said, Oaklawn Park has been canceled today due to sub-freezing weather there. No racing at Oaklawn today. Sunland Park will feature nine quarter horse races today. Sunland Park's first post time is 11.25. They have a small super high five carryover of $689. Again, Sunland Park, all quarter horses, first post time is 11.25. Then we get to Santa Anita, the great race place there. Santa Anita, first post time today is 12.30. I want to remind you again that Santa Anita will be running tomorrow. They have a special Martin Luther King holiday program tomorrow at Santa Anita, and it'll be the same post time as today at 12.30. Keep that in mind. Uh, nine races today. Their feature race uh, on the card is the La Cienega Stakes. That's the seventh on the card. Six and a half furlongs on the turf. Phillies and Mary's four-year-olds and up. <clears throat> this grade three race, scratch the one free and humble. I assume he'll be scratched. They say he will be scratched. Not official yet, but more likely he will be. she will be scratched. So you have a field of 11 thereafter. And the uh, favorite in the race at 5-2 to two is Elm Drive with Flavian Pratt aboard. Santa Anita's first post time today and tomorrow's special holiday card is at 12.30, 12.31st post at Santa Anita. Then you got Golden Gate, Golden Gate Fields, eight races today at Golden Gate. Now, Golden Gate has a pick-six jackpot carryover, $11,757. That's at Golden Gate, their uh, carryover in their uh, pick six jackpot carryover. First post time today at Golden Gate is 12.45 for their eight races. And again, they will have a special Monday Martin Luther King holiday program at Golden Gate as well. And the same post time tomorrow as today at 12.45. And then we wrap it up with Los Alamitos in Southern California, Los Al. Now, Los Alamitos has nine races today. Their uh, first post time is at 5.15. Uh, they have four mixed-breed races, two thoroughbreds and three-quarter horses. That'll make up the nine-race card. And on Sundays, when they don't have a carryover in the pick six, as they do today, they're going to stick ten grand in the pot already. So it's a $10,000 seeding in the pick six at Los Alamitos. It's a regular pick six, already ten grand in that pick six pool. First post time is 5.15 at Los Al. And that is your racing menu for today. Now, tomorrow... Just to give you a heads up on tomorrow, including uh, Golden Gate and Santa Anita, your regular Monday uh, cards will be fairgrounds. We'll have a uh, starting time at 1045. This is tomorrow, Martin Luther King Day. Uh, Mahoning Valley will start at 945. Parks Racing will start at 905. 
those uh, three tracks, along with the Golden Gate and Santa Anita on special holiday cards, will feature five tracks on tomorrow's uh, racing cards. We will not have a show on tomorrow, but we'll be out playing, that's for sure. Jonathan Hardoon, let's bring him in. Good morning, Jonathan. Good morning, Ralph. How are you? Hey, your man. Brad Cox wins the Posada. <laughs> Amazing. Every horse he sends out runs huge, and he's just loaded. He's loaded, he's loaded, he's loaded. He's got a barn full of terrific horses, and he does a great job. Now, his three-year-olds, we were just talking about how Fierceness had a nice workout uh, this morning getting ready for the Holy Bull. And I know Cox is mapping out all these races that have, uh, you know, uh, Kentucky Derby leaderboard points for his vast three-year-olds in his uh, stable. No sense in running two or three of them in the same race because only one can win. Unless he, you know, reproduces what they did at uh, Penn National the other night, where the same owner had two horses and one in a dead heat. But in any case, um, Brad Cox, a top three-year-olds, he's getting, he's managing a little schedule for them. Yeah, he certainly is. You know, and not only do you have to be a great trainer, but you also have to be somewhat of a diplomat because you have owners with egos and. Uh, they all want to run, and they all think they have the best one. So, you know, when you have a guy like Cox, you just hand him the reins and you tell him whatever you tell me, that's what we're doing. Uh, if you were smart, you know, obviously yeah. not all owners do that, and they decide to move horses and things like that. But if you're fortunate enough to get a guy like Cox or Baffert or, or even Pletcher, you know, you have to leave them in charge. It's like an owner that owns a, a sporting team. You know, don't get involved. Leave it to the manager or the coach. You had enough confidence to hire them, well, and have enough confidence in their opinion. Yes, that is a good rule to follow, but we know both both in the NFL and in horse racing, some owners don't follow that, that's for sure. They get to the point where they say, hey, I'm paying the bills, and so on. But we, uh, we'll wait and see how it works out. I know that a lot of, um, I, I haven't heard any of Brad Cox owners say anything else but leave it to Cox, he's the expert. That's true. Well, the ones that you don't hear about are the ones that disappear and uh, go to other trainers and, yeah. and realize what a mistake they made. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, we got uh, racing today at uh, both Aqueduct and Santa Anita, a Martin Luther King holiday card tomorrow at Santa Anita. I know you're going to be doing a, a sheet for them, but uh, the, the card today and the card uh, tomorrow at Santa Anita looks a little bit uh, anemic. Yeah, I mean, listen, the Santa Anita's up against it. Obviously, the inventory is way down. You just can't afford to run four-day race weeks, unfortunately, at this time. You know, we keep losing days. It used to be five, and now it's three. And uh, when they add that fourth day, it really uh, dilutes the cards for the most part. I mean, you'll find a couple of races along the way. But to be honest with you, the product that they're putting out, uh, not very good, unfortunately. Now, uh, Jonathan, they've got that coast-to-coast uh, -coast pick five that they uh, put on uh, between Santa Anita and Gulfstream Park on Saturday and Sunday. For example, today, the coast-to-coast -coast pick five is a dollar base bet. We'll feature the eighth race at Gulfstream. That'll start it out about 12.36 is post time for that. The eighth race at Gulfstream, then the ninth race at Gulfstream. Then they'll go back to Santa Anita for the third race at Santa Anita. Then go back to Gulfstream Park for the 10th race there and wrap it up. The uh, fifth and final race in the Coast to Coast Pick 5 will be the seventh race at Santa Anita. Uh, this bet seems to be catching on. A lot of people like it. 
It is good. It's a dollar bet, so it makes the pools bigger. I wish they would use, you know, the biggest size fields of the day in those races. They did it today at Santa Anita. They waited till the seventh race to make it the final leg, and that's at least a full field. I think you have 11 or 12 horses in that race. Yeah. So when they make it more difficult, it becomes, uh, you know, the payoffs are certainly going to be better. Yesterday, Gulfstream started you off with a two to five shot or three to five shot yeah. in the first leg of their race. It was a short field. You know, you want to try to avoid using those kind of races. Listen, Santa Anita could have used the Vronsky. Well, I mean, that would have been a disaster to use a race like that in the layout. You know, so they were smart. They avoided it. But for the most part, they have to try to get the the, the, the races with, with the most horses in them and make it more difficult. This way, that will guarantee better payoffs. No one wants to hit something like on Friday, uh, the pick six at Gulfstream paid $36. The early pick five paid $23. Are they crazy? You pick five winners and they hand you $23. <laughs> <laughs> well. It's like going fishing and you catch a little fish, you throw them back in the ocean. That's uh, what they gave you. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, it's uh, better than uh... – you know, you get it on interest for a half a day's worth of holding your money. That's for sure. I guess you got to look at it that way. But th th this things happen. These things happen once in a while. But you're going to give us some. Uh, well, look, they bet your horse down to four dollar winner yesterday at uh, in New York. Yeah, at, at, at San Diego. At San Diego. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was crazy. Even yeah. the horse we gave out in New York was bet down to eight to five. I which know. Was crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Didn't run uh, well, but we uh, went to fight another day. Now, I'm not one to criticize jockeys because they all jockeys have two things in common. They can make the weight, and they, they are brave enough to ride those horses on a very risky business. But some have better talents and uh, intuitions than others. And i got to say, the horse that you and Jerry gave out yesterday at Aqueduct, I think was a well-meant horse. He, he ran off the board, but he had the lead at the 16th pole, but it did so much damage early because he was going at such a fast pace when I thought he'd, it was not necessary to do that, and I guess the jockey had other uh, thoughts about that. But if this horse would have uh, just sat back and, and, and rationed the speed a little better, I don't think they'd have caught him. What happened was that he missed the break. If you, I don't know, you weren't able to see it because he was between horses, yeah. and then he rushed up, and then it was over. You know, yeah, he, he couldn't take break him back. Up. Yeah, he couldn't hold him or whatever, yeah. and uh, he kind of ran off. Uh, he did grab a quarter, so he got hurt in the race, but wow. he'll be fine. Yeah, he needs a couple of weeks off, you know, but uh, he'll so, be fine. Uh, he took a few stitches in the back leg. Uh, Either in the yeah, I think the back right leg, so he'll be fine. You know, uh, that's what happens. So. Uh, now, Jonathan, that happened uh, in this little incident coming out of the gate. That that injury. Yes, he okay. grabbed the quarter coming out of the gate, and right. uh, it happens a lot of times. And we, you know, you never know about it unless you have some sort of connection to the horse and sure. you're, you're on the inside. Sure, but it happens in a lot of races. And uh, well, duly, duly, duly. Duly noted, because uh, folks are wondering about that. Duly noted. Okay, let's get clean breaks and uh, clean wins here today. Where are we going first? All right, let's go to Aqueduct and look at race number seven, seven furlongs on the main track. And I love the number five horse in here, Narciso Dolly. This is a four-year-old gelding who was claimed two starts back by trainer Chris Engelhart, and this barn has been on fire the last couple of days. Received Lasix last time for the first time, and he really woke up. Uh, he's listed at 6-1 to one on the morning line. Eric can sail aboard to ride. I like number five, Narciso Dolly, to win today's seventh race out at Aqueduct. 
All right, seventh race at Aqueduct. Number five is the bet. Number five and the seventh at Aqueduct is Jonathan Hardoon's play. Let's get the horse out clean and run well. All right, Santa Anita. Race number nine, a mile and an eighth on the turf. And the number two horse in here, numero D. This, I have no idea how to pronounce it, but it's the number two horse. Tim Yachtin, not a trainer that claims many horses. Ralphie dipped in for this horse. Certainly a positive sign. Umberto Rispoli back riding today after serving a four-day suspension. He's listed at 5-1 to one on the morning line. I like number two. Numero D to win today's ninth race out at Santa Anita. Well, however you want to uh, uh, pronounce him, we want him to be numero one under the wire. So in the ninth race, number two is the key. Number two in the ninth and final race at Santa Anita's Jonathan's pick. Get us uh, out uh, in the race, the get out race to get even and all that other good stuff. That's for sure. All right, uh, Jonathan, you, you still have three sheets. Your Oaklawn sheet is now a souvenir, but you have three handicapping sheets for today, Aqueduct, Santa Anita, and, of course, Gulfstream Park as well. And I know you'll be putting out a sheet at least tomorrow for Santa Anita, right? Absolutely. Okay. Well, we want to wish you a couple of nice days off. Stay warm, and we'll uh, talk to you on Wednesday. Great. Thanks, Ralph. Stay safe and be well. Tell them where to get the sheets. J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N dot com. But a bing. Thanks a lot, Jonathan. All right, we're going to come. You, All right, we're coming back. We're going to get uh, Rich Ang in on the line. There's uh, two uh, NFL wildcard games today. Plus, of course, we'll get a pick uh, at the races for Santa Anita as well. Don't go away. Rich Ang on deck. Don't forget, subscribe at South Point Studio at YouTube. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation is committed to helping our nation's heroes and their families in their darkest hours. When a first responder or veteran doesn't return home and leaves behind a young family, Tunnel to Towers supports them. The foundation pays off their mortgages and lifts their financial burdens through their Gold Star Family Home Program and Fallen First Responder Home Program. Through their Smart Home Program, catastrophically injured veterans and first responders regain their independence with a mortgage-free home, specially adapted adapted to meet their unique physical needs. Tunnel to Towers also provides housing assistance and services to our nation's homeless veterans through their Homeless Veteran Program. They are helping more than 2,000 in 2023 because no veteran should be living on the streets of the country they signed up to protect. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices made by our nation's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada race book mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the race book right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IP. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered.
Race Day Las Vegas for this Sunday. And, of course, it's another day of NFL wild card uh, playoffs uh, for the trek to the Super Bowl. And uh, instead of having three games today, we only have two. Uh, the Buffalo and uh, Pittsburgh game will be rescheduled for tomorrow due to the weather conditions. But you still have Green Bay and Dallas and, and the Rams and the Lions going at it. These are going to be two good games. And we're going to bring on our man who keeps tabs on the pigskin. And that is, of course, Rajang. Richie, good morning. Hey, good morning, Ralphie. Well, it was a heck of a day yesterday. Uh, the Cleveland Browns, uh, Mr. Flacco, did not have a good day. Houston won in a solid effort at home, and uh, Kansas City did what they everybody expected them to do in the second game. Yeah, the back-to-back uh, pick sixes that uh, Flacco threw uh, basically ended the game in the third quarter. I stopped watching after that, Ralph, because mm-hmm. it, it went up 38-14, to 14, and I didn't get a chance to watch the second game, the Dolphins and the Chiefs, I refused to pay the $4.89 or whatever heck they were charging for Peacock. But uh, the Chiefs were very workmanlike on, a, on an extremely cold day. But yep. We won one and one, so we lost a big, but we'll we'll live to fight another day. Now, today, the weather is not going to be a problem for for any for everybody except for the folks that are traveling to the stadiums because they're both indoor stadiums, and uh, one is in Dallas. The other one, of course, is in Detroit. Uh, the Packers will meet uh, the Cowboys in uh, what is now the early game of the two, uh, kicking off at one thirty, uh, our time here in uh, Las Vegas and in the Pacific time zone. And, they can, of course, then the Rams will face the Lions uh, on the NBC Sunday nighter at 5.15. How do you see these games? Well, the first game, uh, 147-148, Packers and Cowboys. Uh, I like the Cowboys. I know they're minus seven. It's a lot of lumber to lay, but uh, they have played extremely well at home. They're eight and zero at home. They look like a different football team when they're playing at home in Dallas. And uh, the thing with the Packers is, uh, even though they've had a nice winning streak, Jordan Love has played great. That defense is a little bit suspect, and uh, I think Dak Prescott might be able to put some uh, points on the board. So let's go with Cowboys, one forty-eight minus seven points. All right, the Dallas Cowboys opened up eight points, so, so there is some money coming in on uh, Green Bay there. But the Cowboys are the play in the uh, first game, second game? It's 149-150, uh, the Rams against Detroit. I'm going to go with the underdog visiting Rams plus three. Uh, one of my angles for this game, Ralph, is that Jared Goff used to play for uh, Sean McVay of the Rams. Nobody knows him better than Sean McVay. I think they'll be able to game plan to make life uncomfortable for Jared Goff. And, of course, Matthew Stafford going home. Uh, he played 12 years in Detroit, then was uh, uh, sent uh, off to the Rams in a trade. It was basically uh, Goff for um, Stafford. Yeah. Stafford won the Super Bowl for the Rams. Let's go with the Rams, 149 plus the three. Okay. There's, a, of course, a dramatic drama in, in both of these games because Mike McCarthy, the uh, the uh, coach of Dallas Cowboys used to be the coach of the Green Bay Packers. And, of course, as you say, the dynamic with uh, the quarterbacks, with the Rams and the Lions. Uh, they should be uh, two good games, that's for sure. Got a pick at Sanita. Yeah, let's go to uh, race number eight, Ralph. It's a uh, uh, maiden claimer, and sometimes you pick a horse because you like him, and sometimes you, you pick a horse because the rest of the field doesn't look very fast. Uh, that's the latter case for me. I'm going to go with the, the favorite, the sixth, Midnight Love. Uh, actually, he's run a couple of decent speed figures, or uh, if the horse repeats those, uh, should win. The rest of the field looks incredible. Giving you slow. that great. So uh, let's go with number six, Midnight Love in the eighth. 
Eighth race at uh, Santa Anita today, number six, Midnight Love, the sixth and the eighth race. Again, reminder, Santa Anita has a special card tomorrow for the Martin Luther holiday, and Richie will be doing a sheet for that that they can get, as they can today, at the racedaylasvegas.com website, right? Yeah, I'll have a Monday uh, sheet, and um, hopefully we'll make some money today and roll it into Monday. That's what I like to hear. Thanks a lot, Richie. Appreciate it, uh, and uh, we'll talk to you on Wednesday. Hey, thanks, Ralph. Good luck, everybody. All right, we're going to be back with our closing act, John and Jerry. John's up first, so don't go away uh, on our final segment of uh, the Race Day Show for this Sunday. Hope you're keeping warm and having a terrific Sunday morning with us. We'll be right back. Don't forget to subscribe at YouTube for the South Point Studios. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. Put the finishing touches on today's Sunday Race Day Show. Remember, we'll be back on Wednesday morning or start time, 7 a.m. Pacific time on all these uh, platforms that uh, we are on right now. And looking ahead to next Saturday, Fairgrounds has six stakes races there. Included in them are the uh, is the LeCompte Stakes, a grade three. It is the first in the uh, Louisiana Derby Series, and it will hold 20 points for the Kentucky Derby leaderboard. That's next uh, Saturday at Fairgrounds. Right now, let's go to John Lindo standing by SoCal. And, uh, John, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How are you doing? Doing fine, my man. Uh, weather okay down there? Yeah, you know, it's, it's cool, but uh, we're going to be fast and firm today. And uh, all things considered around the country, I'll take where we're at. Well, and tomorrow as well? The weather looks fine tomorrow, too? Yeah, we should be fine. It'll get a little cooler next week uh, in the middle of the week, but we're, we're fine for this weekend. All right. Any uh, performances yesterday besides the chosen brawn that uh, stands out to you? <laughs> well, I, I thought Rose Maddox was really game coming down the hill in the Sunshine Millions Philly and Mirror Turf. She got a little gap in, in, when the leader, Chancery Way, drifted out crossing the dirt. She stuck her head in there, and then she fought off everybody down the lane. She's a neat filly, and... Uh, you know, just one of those kind of horses that you, you grow to be a fan of. They try every time. And I know you're a fan of the Chosen Run. Oh, I love him. I love him. And, uh, you know, they had him in a little bit of a box around the far turn, and you were wondering if he's going to get out. And oh, yeah. Hector Berrios kind of worked his way off the fence, turning from home. I said, well, game's over now, and here he comes. And, you know, 109 flat, and he wasn't asked for his best. He's just a really neat horse. And I got to tell you, Brickyard Ride, I'll bet you he doesn't want to see him anymore. <laughs> No, but you know what? You got to give that horse. Yeah. He's seven years old. He still tries. He's still got that speed. 
and he's dangerous and he and he runs down the hill he'll run two turns on dirt yeah uh, these are real versatile old pros that you just grow to appreciate Respoli back in action today yes he had the four-day suspension he is back going today and uh, i'm sure he'll be firing away trying to catch with the leaders uh you know you don't want to get juan hernandez and flavian prop pulling away too far in the leader standings John, uh, I want to remind everybody here that your Linda report for today's racing at uh, Santa Anita is available right now for today. Uh, you know, the Linda report covers every race, gives selections in every race, suggested late pick for, and a lot of goody information at the bottom. Today, of course, as you have been doing on the weekends when they have the coast-to-coast pick five, you'll also uh, give out a coast-to-coast pick five suggestion on the sheet. It's all in one comprehensive sheet. It is here exclusively at the South Point Racebook, this is the only place you can get it here in Las Vegas. It's here in our racebook, and it is free of charge, complimentary to the players out here because they uh, love horse players, they want them to win, and they like your sheet. They love your sheet as well. And, John, that will be the same for tomorrow for the special uh, Martin Luther King holiday uh, program, correct? Right. We've got nine races at Santa Anita tomorrow. I'm a little surprised that... Uh, Oakland's not in action, Gulfstream's not in action, and Aqueduct not in action. So Santa Anita ought to really be the center of attention tomorrow. Yeah, and uh, that was uh, by by schedule, not by the weather, folks. They had scheduled, they did not schedule any of the races tomorrow. Only Santa Anita and Golden Gate, outside of the normal Monday uh, tracks, actually took the opportunity on the holiday to have a special holiday racing card. That's right. I think Fairgrounds is the other major track that runs tomorrow. So, uh, like I say, Santa Anita ought to get a lot of attention. I wish the fields were a little bit bigger tomorrow, but uh, we'll deal with what the, the hand that we're dealt. Well, there's some uh, fields today that are kind of light in the uh, competition, but uh, yet uh, the La Cienega Stakes, uh, the seventh race on the card at six and a half furlongs, uh, has a field of 12, but on your sheet you noted that maybe they're going to scratch uh, the one free and humble. Right. Uh, Peter Miller said yesterday, Free and Humble is coming out. So the horse that was on the also eligible list a, a day in Asia will draw in. So it'll still be a field of 11, and that will give Phil D'Amato four horses in the La Cienega State. Oh, my. You know, it's kind of strange to see those stakes races yesterday, and D'Amato's not named, wasn't his name in the winter circle at all. Uh, don't, he'll be back. Don't yeah, I know. I know. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm not, uh, I'm not, uh, uh, getting up a collection for him, that's for sure. But uh, he's got he's got the La Cienega uh, surrounded today. Uh, in that race, of course, Elm Drive will be the favorite uh, beatable. I, you know, he, she's proven down the hill. She draws a good post. I think she's going to be tough to beat. I'm, I'm interested to see the uh, the shipper Wakanaka shortening back to a sprint uh, for Team Valor now in the Michael McCarthy barn. Ran in the matriarch down at the, at Del Mar, which is two turn mile. You look at her performances, and she looks like she's better around one turn. She ran well at Kentucky Downs, which is a twisting downhill layout, a little bit like the turf course at Santa Anita. So I think she's going to like this. And I, if, if somebody comes to get the Elm Drive in deep stretch, I think maybe Wakanaka might be the one to watch out for. Okay, uh, let's uh, get started with a, a selection there at Santa Anita today for all of our Sunday players. Let's go to race five. In the fifth race today, number two, Lady Montclair. I feel they made a pretty good mid-race move and got tired debuting around two turns down at Del Mar. She cuts back to a sprint today, so she'll be fit. Makes the first start for Richard Baltus. And, you know, as a trainer, he's he's just getting started back up again. He adds Lasix. He p- puts Rispoli on. And, uh, you know, a little equipment change, too. Just the blinkers on. A lot of changes here. I think this filly is very well meant today at 3-1. to one. Number two, Lady Montclair. 
race five, Santa Anita. Well, they're throwing everything at her to make her get a, a nice uh, performance and a win here in the fifth race. This is a maiden race for three-year-old fillies on the turf at six furlongs. You like number two, Lady Montclair. The two with Mr. Rispoli aboard. Uh, that's your selection, the two in the fifth race at Santa Anita today. Uh, before I let you go, uh, you know, do you have any uh, thoughts about uh, the football games today, especially the one that's playing in your town, uh, the one that has your town's, uh, of course, uh, football team playing, of course, in Detroit. That's the Rams. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing a playoff game in Detroit. Those those fans are going to be going nuts today. It's been 30 years since they had a game, and they have Jared Goff coming back in to take on the Lions. I think that line is at three. You know, it, it moved down to three, and that's mm-hmm. a tough number to get off. Uh, uh, just because of the the home field advantage, I would uh, lean toward the Lions. But you know, um, I'm from California. We only do matchsticks, so I'll just sit and watch and enjoy it. <laughs> well, load up the uh, matchstick box. That's for sure. Uh, well, uh, we will uh, talk to you uh, on Wednesday. But remember, folks, John Linda will have a full Linda report tomorrow here at the South Point for the special. Monday card at Santa Anita. Thanks a lot, John. All right, Ralph. Good luck today. All right, you got him, my man. Now let's go to Jerry Jackowitz standing by. He's got oh, he's got all sorts of uh, signature link uh, clothing on this morning. Jerry, good morning. Good morning. It's Sunday football, so I always have my Giants and Raiders. All right. Okay. My team's I, I think they'll be sitting in the- Seattle also, but now with Pete Carroll gone, we, we won't worry about them. Okay, so now you got the Giants uh, sweatshirt on, you got the Raiders cap on, and uh, they'll be sitting uh, in the stands watching the games like you today, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> Snoozy. Jerry, I wanted to make but mention. I, I, I just the games. The games look great. Yeah, they do. They, there's going to be a lot of fun today watching the, those teams go at it. Jerry, we uh, talk about your power pages all the time, and we know that you guys, uh, you know, pick a, a race or two here and there to highlight on uh, the selections on the show. You've been doing well. But I got to tell you, uh, you know, tell them what happened with the power page yesterday and your top selections, or your top rated horses, I should say. You don't make selections, but it's right. a top rated horse. Right. So, um in the fourth race, our second best horse, Missy Express, won. Our top-rated horse, Stolen Treasure, ran second. It was a small field. Just the top two horses ran one, two, and two. And then after that, my top-rated horse in the fifth, in the sixth, in the seventh, the eighth, and the ninth. Yep. They all won. That's right. So for so if you put in like a late $2 or $1 pick five, you hit it cold. Well, if you, if, you, if you wanted to do a cold top selection, top selection, one in each race as it, as it hit, it would have cost you 50 cents. Right. 50 cents, right. But my point is this, is anybody who's playing the pick six or the pick five yeah. would be foolish not to use my top-rated horse as one of the horses. So anybody who was playing the pick six with my material mm-hmm. – should have hit hit the pick six or the, and certainly hit the pick five. But, uh, well, the pick five paid one hundred and forty nine dollars and seventy five cents for that uh, fifty cent away bet. I know right. that it's it's uh, you know we're just like really cherry picking here to say well you're not going to do that every day. But just as, it was an example that I think we ought to tell people that these are live horses. That's for sure. Let's get some oh, more live. Let's get some more live horses today. Okay, let's go to the seventh at Aqueduct today. For in race number seven, I like number seven, 
Dofisky Island, Rudy Rodriguez, bringing this horse back off a little freshening. Last time he raced was on uh, November 24th. Um, I think he's a little faster than these. Drawing outside, he should sit a really good trip. Um, he's 5 to 1. is really a nice, rich price. So um, I'll take 5 to 2. So I'll take the 7. I'll make a good win bet here. Play the 7 with the 1, 2, 5, 8. Do reverses 1, 2, 5, 8 back over the 7. But the 7 in race number 7. That's our pop-out key in future. Well, I got a ding, 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 ding for you because Jonathan Ardoon came in the same race and he oh. likes the five in that race. So I got a Sirocco play, oh. the ex exact box of five, seven, seven, five in that race. You have the seven over the one, two, five, and eight. And reverse, we always remind everybody to do the reverse. But you're the on the seven, he's on the five, so I got a Sirocco exact box in that race. Yeah, and the five is my second yeah. second rated horse, so yeah. I, 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 I get it. All right, so that is at uh, Aqueduct, and now we'll get to uh, Santa Anita. Yes, we will. We'll go to race number six here. Um, this is a tiny little field, but sometimes small fields have big prices relative. And uh, number two, Panda Peak, really kind of pops out of me, going to third race lifetime. Uh, show really good speed over Del Mar. Found a little bit of a speed duel. Today it gets Lasix, has been freshened, and sometimes these young three-year-olds really improve over their two-year-old races. So I'll take a shot with the two. I won't go much below the two-to-one price. Maybe I'd go to eight-to-five here. Okay. Three-to-two maybe. But I, I like the two an awful lot. I'll play the two over the one-four-five. I'll just do reverses to break even. You can't. It's a small field. You can't do too much here. All right. So, so you the, like uh... – um, you like the two, Panda Peak, and the, uh, the link-ups are one, four, and five, and reverse in, uh, in the uh, sixth race, right? Correct. All right, now real quick, we got about uh, 30 seconds left, but I have to ask you this. On your Power Page Plus sheet, today you have three feature plays on that sheet. Right, because I have three horses that really have really good handicapping lines, Mm -hmm. But the price is a little tight. So they're not quite pop-out keys. Okay. The idea of a pop-out key, which is really the essence of my play, is a horse with a bigger price than he should have. Okay. So they're sort of well-priced. So uh, very rare that this happens, but you got three feature plays uh, today at Santa Anita. So make sure, folks, you get uh, Jerry J's Power Pages for both Santa Anita and Aqueduct at jerryjspowerpage.com. And like our other handicappers, Jerry, you will be doing a sheet for Santa Anita tomorrow. Correct. Okay. For sure. Well, that wraps up this uh, Sunday show and this week of race days. We'll be back on Wednesday. And don't forget, a lot of football, a lot of racing action today, and a holiday card tomorrow as well. But in the meantime, there's only one more thing to say, and Jerry's going to say it. Have a great race day, everybody. It's Ralph Sirocco at Race Day Las Vegas, morning on 1400 KSHP North Las Vegas, online at KSHP.com.